Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. Sean Agamber, your host, and we're only uh, back to the original crew here with Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Uh, Daniel had to uh, cover for someone at work, so he is not able to be here today. Um, but <clears throat> still got plenty of stuff to talk about. Uh, hopefully, Daniel will be able to be back with us again next week. Well, Mark, um, lots been happening. We got, you know, San Diego Comic Con just ended, had a lot going on there, and uh, plenty of things in the gaming world here. It feels like today was the announcement of VR stuff. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll get into that and. Very excited to see all the great reviews for Xenoblade Chronicles 3 that I am so ready to play on Friday when that thing uh, comes out. I'm going to be like, as soon as I get home from work, hoping that thing drops at at midnight. I already got it preloaded, just ready to hit that button and get going. Um, Have you been, so I haven't been playing anything because, excuse me, I was going to get uh, live alive, but I, and I'm glad to hear that it's it's got great reviews on its own as well. Very glad to see that another one of those HD 2D things uh, is doing well. But unfortunately, when you know you know you're gonna drop, I'm I'm trying to be even more selective this year of like, unless it's on the PS Plus service or on Game Pass, where I know I can kind of it's gonna be there for a while. I can play, see if I get into it, and then. Uh, you know, dip out and then go back in when I have a spare moment. Unless it's something like, you know, Neon White that I was just like really kind of, I looked at it, I saw reviews, I saw people very, that I trust interested in it and was like, okay, I have kind of a down moment. I'm going to play this, you know, and, but just trying not to do the thing that ends up happening a lot to me where I'm like, okay, I'm kind of interested. Let me get this. Or let me start playing this, and then I don't. And I think it's might be better to just like focus on stuff that I'm really excited about or really been looking forward to. And that seems to have been working for me uh, so far this year. I did the same thing with. Um, I had been offered a code to review uh, Endling Extension, which is that game with the fox where you're bas- surviving and trying to teach your your cubs how to progress. You know through. And I kind of was like, you know what? It's so close to Xenoblade. I know if I don't finish it by the time that game comes out, something's going to happen, and I'm going to wind up not doing what I'm yeah. supposed to do. So, what about, what about Stray? Uh, Stray. Thankfully, I played a little bit more. I again, I appreciate the fact that it's a cat game, but I think, <clears throat> like, I just find myself like just enjoying kind of walking through the world and stuff, but I don't. It's not like totally grabbing me, you know. So, I'm. It's probably one of those I'll get back to. Um, I know I played a little bit more, but as, as Dust Falls and that game is still uh, very riveting. You know, story's still pretty good, but like I'm just in hype mode for as like the same thing. I I don't want to buy uh, the Digimon game, even though I appreciate that franchise. I love that franchise. I know it's gonna sit there. So I don't want to. I don't want to commit the same problem I have with Triangle Strategy, where I bought something, I played it here and there, but I have not like committed to it. And that's that's money that you're spending. You could be saving for the next thing that you really want. Uh, have you been playing anything, Mark? 
uh, <clears throat> I'm close to the end of the my second Fire Emblem Three Hopes uh, playthrough. Uh, I finally got PS Plus back in, so I played a little of Remnant from the Ashes at the end, just like two hours ago, or like an hour and a half ago, really an hour ago, and he finally beat a boss we were stuck on for a while. Uh, I've been playing Rogue Legacy 2 some, and okay. as much as I hate to say it, I'm playing Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak or Sunbeam or Sun Sunbreak, or Sunbreak. Whatever the fuck it's called, yeah. Why Adam do you hate me, to say it? That's a game, you know? Is, well, Adam gave me a code like a month ago, and I forgot to re- even, like, redeem it. And then I looked at my email, I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. So I told him I'd do this eventually. And But, like, the DLC is messed up. Well, I mean, because it's like, you have to, like, play through the main game to get to the DLC. Yeah, yeah, you have to get to a certain and it's like, point. take me a long-ass time. Like, I mean, I guess I could just, like, cheat engine my way through it, like, trying to one-hit kills. Like, that'd be kind of, kind, of, kind of be fun, actually. But, like, yeah, it's just such a long game. And, you know, I, I just hate some of the systems in Monster Hunter, you know? Like, like the game, makes, it, like they make the game just, like, needlessly complicated. And now they add in, like, Spider-Man web-swinging, kind of. And it's like, wow, this is cool for, five, like, two minutes. And then it's like, this is still the same game, though, as Rise or Monster Hunter World. <laughs> like, yeah. I uh, So you don't feel like there's anything different? No, and it even looks a lot like like Monster Hunter World too. Like you know, like finding bone piles or like honey on the you know in the trees or you know flowers or the stuff you can pick up. Like it's like yeah, this is more Monster Hunter, I guess. Like this is more Asian themed, but that's about it. And now I have like instead of just having like a palico, I have like a menagerie running around with me. I have like a a dog I can ride, a palico, a, an owl. And something, maybe something else. Who knows? Well, I mean, at least that's something, you know. Um, it, it's not. So I'm gonna assume you're not super excited for the. Uh, was it that that supposed leak of Monster Hunter Six? That not unless, uh, not unless they add guns to it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have guns, or else. It's... I mean, that's that's kind of funny, but it's one of the main problems. Uh, Jens has with Remnant is he just doesn't like guns in the game, or you know, right? He's much more of a melee playing, like you know, he likes playing melee, so he doesn't like a lot of that. And he's but didn't fishing. you say that like Elden Ring, he kind of went the opposite, like he kind of figured that. Well, he realized like I was wasting almost everyone compared to him, and then he's like, "Wow, yeah. like range is way overpowered, but it still doesn't mean he's going to like change his like playing style." Oh, okay. So he didn't fall for that. So. No, and it's funny him bitching about Remnant constantly. He's like <laughs> complaining about this boss fight as against these like two like dragonfly bosses at the same time. It's like narrow bridge, and he's like, "Oh, this is such an unfair fight." I'm like, "This is a most of Demon Souls, dra- you know, Dark Soul, you know, all these f- fights are unfair." <laughs> the only difference is in Remnant, you really can't cheat. I'm like, you know, Elden Ring or something. Yeah, I but. so there's. Really, like nothing new to Sunbreak that that makes it worthwhile for people. To... Uh, I I don't even know. I, I ask me in three weeks when I get to the DLC. You know, I think it's yeah, right. It's probably like one more weapon type. That's about it, or some more. You know, spice some new work that you know will look nice, but it's still kind of static. So, and you know, part of my problem is it just doesn't run. Like it runs okay, but it doesn't run as well as it should on my computer. You know, because my computer's getting old. So, right. 
and I I still miss having an Xbox 360 wired controller. Oh, it uh, died on you. Yeah, it died like a year, like a year years ago because the cord just like frayed or got screwed up. So now I'm using like a PS4 controller, which you know I like that controller too, but it doesn't have like the driver support that that 360 one had. Well, I mean, you could. Well, I'd imagine they're kind of expensive now to try to find, right? Oh yeah, or... like to find like a new wired like official 360 controller, it's a like, damn near impossible. I know you told me years ago not to get the you know third party one, but I've never run into a game where it doesn't work. So, I mean, I mean, I mean obviously I don't play that many games as you do, but yeah, but I remember like one or two. Like I tried one once, and like the driver support like wasn't there correctly. I mean, they may have got it working finally. <laughs> oh, okay, but yeah, and Rogue Legacy Two is kind of fun, but I'm still pretty early on in it. <laughs> I know you. I know you really liked Road Legacy One. So, I mean, what is uh, different about Road Legacy Two? Yeah, I mean, it has new classes. It has like a different art style. That's probably the most like jarring. Uh, but I mean, it, this has more stuff. Like this, more modifiers and special attacks and stuff like that. Like it's hard to quantify. Like a Rogue Legacy only had ten classes, and this had twenty or something. Because I haven't unlocked everything. But it still just plays the same. I think you have like this like drop kick or like this like you can like bounce off enemies from like the top like the by falling on them. So you can okay. kind of also like jump up if you like hit a like lamp post or something. So there's a lot more like vertical combat if you really want there to be. So it was in early access before, right? And it, it came. Yeah, out. I mean, I've had it for a while, uh, but I didn't start pl- like I did play it a little when it came, first came out like in early access, but I wanted to like wait because in early access I had a point where it's like. Yeah, we're not done. Like, it's like you got to the end of this, but we're not finished. <laughs> so that's why I kind of put it away for like six months. Ah, okay. So yeah, that, not, does it feel more done now? Than... Oh, yeah. Like, there's no like big warning sign or big under construction sign when I got to the end of the docks. So that's helpful. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a full game. But yeah, it just takes me a while. Or, you know, I'm not great at it. Either, so, and like the, like, like the first game, like certain classes and item or skill combination just like you can like wreck the game yeah i mean that that helps i, I like I, do you have a certain combo that you're playing or well no it's all randomized still oh, i mean i'm sure yeah. there's like some ability to like re-roll characters or whatever but like one time i got a chef which is actually a combat class and he can the chef can make food to heal himself uh up to three times but if you pick up food in the game it like restores that and then at a certain point, I also got a relic that made it so f- like food would drop from enemies a lot more, like eight percent. So yeah, I just kind of like ran. Th- I did, like I died in the second boss. I like ran through most of the first area, like no problem. Hey, that's fun, at least. Or like having like the vampiric uh, trait, so you get health back from killing enemies. That's right. useful. <laughs> uh, I always love that in games where you can. Uh... Yeah. RPGs do that a lot where you eventually will get uh, health back for killing enemies. Always right. love that. It makes you feel powerful. Yeah. But yeah, I just still playing the same stuff. I'm like, unlike you, I'm not excited for anything. So, <laughs> I mean, really? I'm, so I'm you're just... like, you have nothing that you're excited for for a while, I guess. Uh, I mean, not until like God of War or <laughs> I guess I, I did pre order Soul Hackers too, but I don't think I'm going to open that because it's going to be too, too valuable to open. Uh, no. And I already have a friend playing that game right now, a reviewer friend, which is like crazy to me. 
Yeah, I mean that. I will say Atlas when they want to, they will give you games pretty early. Yeah. Uh, so, nice. that's I, the the dungeon crawler, right? The... I don't know. I think so. But like, I looked at a trailer. It just kind of looks like to me. It looks like Cyberpunk, like Persona Five. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I get a lot of Persona Five vibes from that when I watched the trailer. It was like, okay. Yeah. So who knows? I didn't play the first one. I know that because I was like on the 3DS, I think. Yeah, that's. And they're uh, like, oh crap! Now we actually have to make this for a console that people care about. Uh, yeah, it, it does have a lot of hype, um, but I mean, it also is coming out at at the time where you're getting other games. So yeah, going to be interesting to see when you get to August 30th if that game still has a lot of hype. It's going to get ate up by other things, right? Moving on to the news, I guess, here. I guess first off the bat, um, I particularly am not too enthused for this, but I know you kind of have were interested in it. But we talked about the dangers of Asper and I think it's Saber Interactive as well. Don't have necessarily the best track record. Right. And then here we go. We hear news about the KOTOR remake is at the brink of, they had to delay it indefinitely because it's at the, at a point where they got to figure it out and it's not going to be on schedule at all. Uh, See how you happy yeah. with profound podcasting the day, like a big news story breaks. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now watch something huge break tomorrow as I'm sitting here editing again. Uh, but Jason yeah. Schreier is reporting with Bloomberg that um, Astro Media abruptly fired both the art and design director this month. So that is not good at all when you're getting into what this game was supposed to come out. What or not? Was that November? Yeah. October? So. Yeah, they said this year. Uh, that was uh, like the whole part, like the plan, which is like crazy because like he says like uh, they like they just finish like a vertical slice of the game right and it's like this game was supposed it's like was supposed to be i'll give him the benefit of the doubt six months out or six months to be done a vertical slice is not that like that's like a year and a half away at the earliest no it's just like we still haven't really seen gameplay of this thing right they just showed like a yeah. trailer like a cgi trailer at that of like revan's mask being like reflected by like a uh, lightsaber that was about it uh so this is kind of nuts. Like I think they, I think they said like they they wanted it to be done by like 2022 or the end of this year, but now it's looking like to the right. end of 2025, and it's like yes. that's a delay. Or you know, let, let's let's hope not that long. I mean, right? It's like that 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 slipped a little. Like yeah, that that slipped quite a lot. It's it's incredible when we saw that at the showcase. You know what is it? Almost. Uh, what a year what 10 months ago and then everybody gets excited for it you thought okay well they're re-released they're you know doing the remasters and everything and what we get is this looks great and then we find out that apparently they're not too happy with it so it's just weird to see that you wait this long to start like letting go of people i wonder if the stuff that happened with the the issues with the KOTOR 2 remaster on Switch anything to do with it? Like, I mean, that probably didn't help, but like that was that was a fairly minor issue. Uh, 
Well, I mean, it was major, but it was still, you know, minor also. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't trust Aspire or Saber really with this in the first place. Like, right. And this is a Sony, I would say, backed property or like backed initiative. Like they're licensing it from EA, obviously, but like it's only right. supposed to be in the PS5. So yeah, I mean, my... it's a timed exclusive. I think it's not a, but I think my, uh, Microsoft. There's rumors that like there's a reason why Microsoft kind of just said, ah, you know what, let's not. But I mean, they should just have uh, Bluepoint make it instead. <laughs> I don't know. I would think that Sony probably has Bluepoint doing something what they feel is more important. It would be cool, I guess, if if you could get Blue Point to do it. But man, it's this doesn't look great when you're firing two important directors. Now you have no idea when this is going to get back on track, and this could go be in development hell, like you said. Right. You know, so we hey, went man. from having like a clear picture of when all these Star Wars games are going to come out to now you kind of have another one that's in the ether somewhere with that. Yeah. Dead Island 2 is just on the way. We all know this. Yeah, we're just waiting for Dead Island 2. Uh, I so well, we got the the Jedi Survivor game, right? Yeah. And then you got whatever the Ubisoft thing is. Open world. Yeah. Climb up tower game. They're gonna make it. <laughs> Jetpack up the tower instead. Right. Isn't we'll, we'll making a game also now? Finally. First, is it a Star Wars game? I thought okay. so. Because like that but, was the, that was like the story. It's like she's finally. And then it. you got the um the Quantic Dream Star Wars game too, right? So a lot of Star Wars yeah. stuff coming. She, she she is making one with uh yeah narrative driven action adventure game. So Star okay. Wars Uncharted. Let's hope that this one actually gets to come through, not like the one that you know previously she worked on and didn't it didn't go well. Right. So I mean, yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, excuse my language, but they're going to whore out Star Wars as much as they can. <laughs> well, of course, they they, they kind of have to at this I point. I mean, they, they already have been, but I mean, yeah, look look for more Star Wars games in the future forever. <laughs> yeah, uh, especially if some of these really take off. I mean, you could keep having more of the, you know, Jedi Fallen Order series from EA. Right, right so. until up until that dude uh, gets his own Star Wars show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Then they'll have to figure out what to do uh, with that, for sure. Um, so, you know, Jason Schreier is not done here. He has uh, some other things to report on, which include Ubisoft. Ubisoft had themselves a week, let me tell you. Um, they There's supposedly a Polynesian spinoff of Immortal Phoenix Rising that's in the works. Uh, it's not as full sequel to Immortal Phoenix Rising. It's just like a okay, we're gonna take it in a different world, different kind of characters. It won't be so Breath of the Wild inspired, but it's still gonna have a lot of the traits that made Immortal Phoenix Rising pretty good. Which it was a game that I really liked um, when it when it was out. So I thought it was one of the better Ubisoft games that they'd come out with in a while. Um, I, I thought it was okay, yeah. but yeah. like too stuffed. <laughs> No, it definitely was. It was very overstuffed. Um, like I, I didn't, I didn't finish. I think I got like, I think you were supposed to get like four or six gods completed or something. Yeah. And I think I got like two done, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm kind of done now, like myself. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Put, 
<laughs> at least compared to Watch Dogs, I was actually playing a character, so that helped. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. they... Go ahead, sorry. Oh, go, no, you go. No, I mean, like, it could be decent, but it's like, once you start doing the spinoffs, I don't know, I have less faith. Uh, I mean, my, my my trepidation is, like, what Polynesian gods are there? Or, like, I mean, I guess this is, like, the white man talking, or, like, the, you know, guy who doesn't know anything, but, like, I know Roman and Greek and some Egyptian. That's about it. Yeah, I mean, there are. Uh, sure. You know. But, you know, it's it's kind of like, you know, the, my problem of, like, setting Assassin's Creed games and, like, not famous historical settings. It's like, yeah, I mean, I guess, but how much of this history or, like, setting is known to people, you know? Right. Outside of, like, fans of the specific time period. I mean, but it is cool that you're going to, like, it's not like we really see Hawaii get a lot of games made about their culture. So, sure, my, know, my, it, it is cool to see Ubisoft go that, that route. My, my only hope is that they get The Rock to play some, some god somewhere in the game. <laughs> okay. That would be a lot of money Ubisoft is spending there just to have him in the game. But you never know. It could happen, right? If you're just using his voice and not his, uh, he, he was, there. yeah, he was it. Hey, he did it for that, uh, oh, that PS2 games, not the stuntman, but uh, Getaway. Getaway, yeah. And the, the Spy Hunter. Oh, I was thinking Spy Hunter. Hunter, that was it, yeah. yeah. Not Getaway. Yeah, Getaway was actually Dean. Spy Hunter was not, but he's still there. No. <laughs> exactly. It's still in, in the memory. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's that's not all for Ubisoft, though. They yeah, they they, they had a fun week this week, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> they delayed the Avatar Frontiers of Pandora game to possibly even twenty twenty four. Okay, I'm, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. Well, Why no, it's, make... it's the fiscal year of twenty twenty three, and then they're making another game, yeah. uh, another smaller unannounced premium game for between that time and. 20- which, okay, don't, I, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, why are they making this? Like Because they, they want to tie it into the movie. Yeah, but that first game didn't do well. Like, they keep wanting to make these, like, movie-based games, and they never do well, either right. critically or commercially. Like, remember King Kong? Yeah, no. And, like, well. I mean, we'll this will dovetail into, into, like, more of the Ubisoft talk, but, like, they ignore every warning sign possible, and then they ignore what the audience wants or like what their fans want. It is like actually impressive in a way, because like unlike like EA or Activision, where like they barely make games, like Ubisoft has a pretty good output or at least a constant one, and they just make shit that no one cares about. <laughs> I mean, I would say that EA has about the same output as Ubisoft. If you're gonna yeah, include e- all their games together, e- EA's. Pro- I mean, EA is working. Let's say they make like eight games a year. Six of them are sequels. <laughs> I mean, but that's fine though. Yeah. How many se- How many franchises does Ubisoft have? Yes, but they're not all based on the same. You know, it's not like they make. You know. Ubisoft makes a bunch of Assassin's Creed sequels. They're not all based on the same damn game or the same, you know, they they have different like settings and people and stories. It's not Lambo right. Field over and over or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you have sports games, I mean, 
that's kind of unfair to uh but yeah i get what you're saying i get what you're saying at least they're made in different you know worlds and i mean like the only like settings. iterative uh and i'm talking like yearly sequel that ubisoft has has is like just dance yeah that's true that you can compare it to the sports games yeah right like you know all the rest of the games like even if they are like a yearly franchise they're still pretty different from one another or at least they you know they put in more work than well, this this football helmet has ten more polygons, so let's slap a seventy dollars price tag on it and call it a day. I will I will always agree there with you that sports games should not be sixty dollars, but also you kind of need to be intelligent about how long has it been since you bought the sports game? Did you buy it last year? Maybe don't buy this one. Uh, you know, unless it's like I think you might be able to make the exception for if you want to say you had the last well WWE and like. This year, in particular, with FIFA, because it's the last one that's going to have the FIFA name on it. So now I mean, I say the same thing about like, item or something. Say the same thing about Madden this year, also. Yeah, with the having Madden on the cover, right? You would think that they're not going to probably have Madden on the cover again, probably ever. <laughs> I mean, well, what, not what ever. Well, I mean, I'm sure there will be another year where it'll be cool to put him on or something, whatever. Yeah, we'll um, see. yeah, but it's just Ubisoft. That's not the only thing, though. They also delayed the still really has yet to be revealed Assassin's Creed Rift, right? Uh, which is the one set in Baghdad that we talked about last week. Um, they are on the. They had to come out and release a statement that they're not canning Roller Champions after season three. After Jeff Grubb said that they were, um, we still have to, I guess, see if. People actually, you know, go and play Roller Champions, which would make it worth it for Ubisoft to keep supporting it. But again, as we've mentioned many times, Ubisoft could use more things that we think are dead. But you know, they it still is, support it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they canceled. They did cancel Hyperscape. Uh, they canceled. What was it? Uh, two unannounced games that we don't know anything about um and then they canceled, canceled two other the, ones well they canceled the ghost recon uh PUBG thing or the Call yeah ghost recon frontline and yeah. the Splinter cell vr game which... and again that brings me to my earlier point of like you know people have been clamoring for a new splinter cell for almost the past decade so what do they come up with splinter cell vr and that awful X Squad game, yeah. That like they announced it, it got no buzz, and the guy killed it in the. Like, yeah, like I'm total, I'm totally fine with what um was Bethesda does, where, oh, we have VR versions of our game, but yeah. we do release new games in that series so that you kind of have both, right? Well, or it's Capcom also like, with uh, Resident Evil Four, like you know. Well, it's also like, you know, the Skyrim VR or even like a Borderlands 2 VR. Like, they're just like adopting VR shit to work with that. It's not like they're making a whole new game. They're just making it work well with like an Oculus Quest or PSVR. Like, this Splinter Cell game had to be like a whole new project. And it's like, why, why are you making this for a subset of a subset for people, you know, people? So you have to assume the people are going to be an Oculus Quest or you know a VR owner, and they're also going to be interested in a Splinter Cell game. That's a pretty yeah. low number, I would assume. 
in the grand scheme of things. You have to give Ubisoft credit. They just really keep trying with the Ghost Recon. <laughs> let's let's do something with it. But like and... that's the point. It's like, no, we're not gonna make a new Splinter Cell. We're just gonna keep bashing the Ghost Recon franchise further and further into the ground. Like I, I mean, I liked Wildlands kind of well enough, but like the the next one they did, like that bombed pretty bad and Breakpoint. Yeah, and. You know, it doesn't help that all these games have, like, the stupidest names ever. Like, the most, like, common or generic names ever. Uh, uh, then you still have that free-to-play one that we haven't really heard much about right? in a while. So, yeah, like, their ability to just ignore what people want and go, no, we're going to make Riders Republic. It's like, what? Why? I will say, at least Riders Republic was, you know, different. Yeah, but... for, like, 20 minutes, and then you're like, wait, this is the same thing as Steep. And the same thing as the crew too, not in like locomotion, but like this in terms of like uh, formula. So it's like, right? What? No, stop this, please. Yeah, I mean, like that's that for you. They, they are coming that wants to tighten their belt, which is good, which is fine. But like, tighten your belt, but also make games people want to buy. And they they have neglected that part of this of that equation. Like I'm sure that Mario game will sell well, uh, but like. For how much money they pumped into Skull and Bones, that is going to be like that. That may kill the company or like severely damage it at least. I'm. I mean, I don't want that to be happening to to any company. I still have faith that they'll do well enough with that game. Where it will find its base and it will do its thing that a lot of these Ubisoft I mean, games do. What what but, that thing reminds me of is the. Uh, you draw tablet from THQ. Damn, that bad. Like when it okay. came out for this for the I think the Wii, right? Yes. Or, Wii yeah, U. was the Wii U. Okay. When that okay. thing came out, like it actually did well. And they thought like, yeah. hey, we can port this to the PS4 and Xbox and it's like, no you can't. Yeah. PS three, I think. I mean I didn't that thing was such a weird Yeah. I I I just think like Skull and Bones was like not cripple the company, but be a huge drain on it and they'll keep wanting to prop it up and it'll continue to be a drain until finally yeah. someone says stop this please it's like i wonder who is the one obviously eve gimon has a lot of lot to say but it's like who's the like the folks making the decisions that don't have some kind of filter that somebody says hey um do we really need to have like all these different copycats, other genres, and well, things it, that aren't really improving our games at all. <laughs> like it, it it feels always like they're constantly chasing a trend. And it's yeah, like, like something... uh, the one that came out this year that like nobody's talked about after like the first week that it came out. Uh, it's another it's a Tom Glancy. I can't think oh, of the it. Extraction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, no one Tom talked Tom. about that. <laughs> yeah. So there's another one where we're like I mean, you said, chasing a trend. They have a multiplayer. That that's worse because they're chasing their own trend. <laughs> yeah, because that uh, not breakpoint that ghost or it's not even ghost recon. What is it? It's no, it's it's a Tom Clancy, but it's more like Six Siege. Just based Siege, off yeah. Of Siege, like yeah. that came out, and like that's one of their that's one of their big successes, right? Because when that first came out, it was terrible, but like they worked on it and built it up. And then just copied it with extraction and just edit aliens. Why? You know? Like Yeah. So yeah, they, I guess. Yeah. But like that breakpoint game or that, you know, 
pub you know, Call of Duty thing. Wow, you guys are really scrambling, aren't you? Yep. Uh, that's what it feels like with Ubisoft. Like right now, they are just in this holding pattern of everything gets delayed. You know, Prince of Persia, the remake got delayed too. Like, just you're not getting very much. And then you throw in the stuff with the, the work environment as well. And it's just like, and you're not getting much good press at all. Apparently, uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 is like in playtest form. Which, That's further like, than uh, I could have expected. Yeah, right? Like, I mean, for uh, how I little... Guess, they announced that in like 2017? Yep. I mean, it's been five... Like, that's, like, there are games that are still in development. Around, around the time, same time as Skull and Bones. Yeah. But, like, games like that they were announced way back when, they have yeah. shown stuff from that, like, progress being... Like that stupid grand blue game that me and Jens don't want to play. That was like five years ago. Yeah. I mean, and to be fair, that was that was hurt by Platinum just pulling out of it. Right, I don't think know. Platinum pulled out. I think like the develop like the rights owners wanted to do it themselves. And it, yeah. Yeah, good luck with that. Um but like they've shown trailers for that game every year or two. Right. You know, like, hey, this is what it looks like now. And they haven't done that with Skull I mean, they just did that recently with Skull and Bones, but like it still looked the same. Yeah, and then what was it? Uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two was like what? At least two or three years ago now. Oh, that was. I think it's early. Yeah. that's older than that at this. Yeah, but you know, they announced something that just never comes out. Remember when? Uh, oh, the dude from Looper and Joseph Gordon Levitt was going to be part of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that got announced 2017 at E their E3 event. Yeah, the they had one the next year in 2018 with that that trailer. Then they yeah. had another one in 2019, another trailer, and then after that, it went quiet. Right, and it's just like, um, yeah. I mean, you thought it was getting somewhere in 2018, and, and then, then Michelle Ansel nope. left in 2020, and then <laughs> it was like, oh, I guess we're not going anywhere yeah. with this, right? But I mean, at this point, just cancel like they did wild like years ago and just Yeah, it just sucks, man. Uh I've been ex I've been excited for this game to come out and that thing's never happening and just add it to the laundry list of stuff that like Ubisoft's just working on too many things. Yeah. And then then you throw in the whole Assassin's Creed Infinity as well. Right? Um they I mean, announced that like one of the ones is, is gonna be set in Japan. Yeah. So. That'll come out because, like, Assassin's Creed is like one of their few franchises left that people still have affinity for. <laughs> well, like, it has to come out because not just because it has affinity for it. It's like one of the ones that they know will will make money. Yeah, it's like their tent, that, one of their tent pole. Yeah, it's like one of their foundational games. So. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, Valhalla is still doing well. And yeah, they just had the new expansion. Yeah, I'm pissed that that isn't on sale yet. Or they have the big PSN sale right now, and that's like the one thing I'd like to grab, but it's not on sale. I mean, it did come out recently. I know Ubisoft does sales pretty well, but they're kind of probably holding out hope for that. Yeah, so, but there are other, there's other stuff on that thing that, are, you know, this came out also that it's, it's on sale. <laughs> yeah. I mean, technically, you can just play Valhalla right now on the PS Plus service. Yeah. So <laughs> that's there too. I mean, it's just it to me it it amazes me 
how much more you have that's been delayed, canceled, or just it's there from Ubisoft than like what's come out recently. So, right. or it it's really just feels like it's Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, and oh, some Watch Dogs here, and that's sort of it, right? I mean, the, well, the other stuff that they kind of just keep updating. Yeah, so. I mean, they pump out, they do pump out a, like a, a fair amount of stuff, but it's just such a slapdash, you know. Yeah, approach. it's it's really is going to be interesting with all these delays and everything. Like, what are you going to show that's going to be at the September the September Ubisoft Forward that's going to come out? Right. You know, that's. I mean, everything people were excited for is like delayed at this point, right? I mean, other than like whatever Just Dance and they they haven't even shown off either. Uh, they the Prince of Persia remake or well, they did once, right? And then people didn't like it, so that's why they went and delayed it. Yeah, yeah. It's Aren't, weren't they making another one also or no? No, that that was it, right? Okay. Um, so yeah, it's um the. Mario game, right? That it yeah. is technically a Ubisoft game. This Nintendo lets them use the Mario license, right? Right. Um. So technically, that counts, I guess. And then you have what is it? Uh, the Skull and Bones. And then yep. uh, that's kind of it. I mean, is there a new Just Dance later this year? Because <laughs> like. That's not exactly a banner year for them. No, yeah. Because hey, now that you delayed the Avatar game even further, that was supposed to, I think, be their, another one of their big games. So it's like, yeah, it's just those two. It, it, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really give you a lot to... Um, I mean, they'll have a lot to announce. They'll, they'll be able to have a lot to talk about. But it's like, are you really gonna have another freaking game, unannounced game that that you haven't shown off yet? There, I mean, other other than like, I guess giving you more information on whatever the Assassin's Creed Infinity thing is gonna be. This is where they announced they're gonna bring back Wild <laughs> uh, again. Uh, I, I guess Rocksmith Plus is still supposed to come out. Yeah, which that counts. They made a big deal about that in that last Ubisoft board that they had, um, and that. I guess the Settlers remake, which somehow that will probably I not mean, come. They have a bunch of like weird other shit going on, Anno or you know, yeah, Settlers and stuff like that. But that's what that's it, what that game is called. Tom Clancy's Division Heartland, the free to play one. Yeah, or that uh, the Division. They have that battle royale thing also. I don't even know if that's out yet or not. Or yeah, also called Heartland that's, though, isn't it? Or that yeah, that's the free to play. It's not yeah, a, yeah. Okay. I don't think it's a battle royale. It's just like a free-to-play version of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. There, there you go. Um, they're fi- they're finally going to show a trailer for the Division movie. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I forgot they're they're doing that too, right? Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yep. Okay. Too much stuff going on, Ubisoft. It's just too much. You know, you can cut it down. Um, yeah. Speaking of puzzling decisions. Uh, well, maybe it's not so puzzling if you consider what their reasoning is, but still weird to see. Normally, you see things go down in price after they've been out for a while. Not so with the MetaQuest 2. That is getting a $100 price increase to being, was it um $500 for the 256 gigabyte version and $400 for the 120 gigabyte, 128 gigabyte version, sorry. 
Um, I think Daniel's the one that has one of these. You yeah, have the I, first one, right? Yeah, or, I, have the, I have the good one. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, this is just weird, though, still. Like, I get that the whole, the cost of making these has gone up with all the chip shortage and everything else, but, and can you I mean, see the point in this? I, mean, I, I have seen stuff go up in price, like the analog pocket went up like 20 bucks uh, from like launch to like now, or even like the flash carts I occasionally buy, they've gone up in price. But that's like, apart from being a part shortage, that was like, I'm, I'm fleeing my home country because it's a war zone. Give, give me some more money, which is entirely valid. Right. Uh, yeah, this is nuts. And it's, it's like, it's almost like they're trying to kill the market because pe- one thing people liked about the quest was that it was affordable going up in price by a hundred dollars, at least not a f- that affordable anymore. I mean, I guess they're still wireless, right? Like they feel, yeah, like, yeah. you know, so, so you get a win there of saying like, well, I mean, look at our competition who once again, just revealed more stuff, uh, which we'll talk about in a second. Oh, but they're, they're tethered to the console. Oh, and you have to have that console, whereas this is its own thing. Um, you just hook it up to the TV. So, but uh, and, yeah. Here, here's the thing is that, like, this hasn't been, like, it's not like the Quest has been in stock already. Or, I mean, if you go into most stores, it's barely even around anymore. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, I mean, and you also, you do get, uh, I think you get Beat Saber included. As part of it, if you get at uh, before a certain time, but I mean, I that's mean, cool. But yeah, that's one of the big breakout hits of that thing. But like, hell, when I bought my quest, I got the Star Wars game. You know, that was about the same value. Yeah, and it was a lot cheaper. <laughs> yeah, I, at least they made it to where you don't have to um, have the the Facebook sign in or whatever. Anymore. Right. I actually it's think bad. this is some like as weird as this is to say. This is part of some ploy to blow out inventory for the like, the inevitable Quest 3. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think they have some kind of Quest 3 in the works. Yeah. And they, they're going to, hey, let, let's get rid of this. Let's focus on, on making that Quest 3 where people won't care that much about the price because it'll be newer. Right. And that's what people are talking about. And that's so much what we're doing here. But it's still just weird that you see this. Um I, they still do have content coming. Like apparently, you know, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters VR, Among Us VR, uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, uh, Chapter 2, which is also coming to PSVR, uh, the NFL game as well. So um, there is things happening, but just get ready because next month it's going to be more expensive. So if you want to go out there and try to buy it at the price it is right now, you might want to go look for it. And this yeah. is even going to affect the refurbished ones too, which is weird. Normally, you don't get to that. Yeah, all the all the parts you need for that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of what I mentioned, the PSVR two, uh, Sony showed off a little bit more in a PlayStation blog post. Uh, the one thing that I'm sort of I'm happy that they're including as a see through mode, uh, because a lot of times if you're doing something in VR, you kind of lose where you are, or you don't. Yeah you kind of lose track of the outside world around you. And so this allows for you to kind of know what's where you're at in your room or in the living well, room area or whatever, you know, the, the quest has that, which is kind of cool also. Yeah. It has the, 
where you can kind of mark the lines, right? Of no, the quest just has like a, a straight up mode where you can like tap the side of the of the visor and like you turn the cameras on and you can just like look through it. Yeah. Okay. That's. I mean, that's cool to see that they're adapting some some nice things from the quest that people would probably like. Uh, yeah. You also have a cinematic mode as well, which allows you to play other things that are not, which you could do in the PSVR one as well, play other games that are not VR specific with right. your headset. Uh, you I, can also watch Netflix and movies and things like that with it. I mean, I yeah, don't, I like the movie part, but I didn't like actually play anything else looking to you. I played a persona dancing with it. Well, it was, yeah, we had that like one mode, but I mean, yeah. yeah. Like... And you can also play it in like uh, the VR mode, which is like, Plays it as a 360 where everything's going around all around you uh, as well. So that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, the more I hear about the PSVR 2, the more great it sounds. Uh, I'm still waiting on that price, which still makes me wonder, you know, are they going to be able to make it $400? Or are they going to have to go with the $500 price point? It'd be cool if they could do under $400, but I just can't see it. Right. But still, yeah. if you don't have a PS5, man, paying nine hundred bucks, almost a thousand bucks for both of those things, oof, that's that's a hefty price. Yeah. Uh oh, I and I should also know, I mean, not that either one of us are probably gonna use it much, but you can uh, they also have a if you have the PS5 HD camera, which that's sold separately, by the way. So that's another investment that you have to make if you want to do this. But if you want to broadcast yourself playing the psvr2 you have to have the hd camera and i think that's the only thing that you would use the camera for at this point um well yeah just well streaming in general i mean because yeah so i mean that's that's cool that they have added more things for the psvr2 i'm i want to see more of the games there's supposed to be like 20 games ready for launch but yeah show us more of the games that's what at the end of the day what matters yeah and I still have to kind of feel how this goes if I want to. My problem with the headset is eventually you kind of it made you want to take it off. So is this thing yeah, give you that same feeling? Problem with my, yeah, I don't like using mine that much. Or like I use it for like an hour and then I'm like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Go back in the go back in the case for six more months. Well, uh, speaking of something uh, PlayStation related here, something that we have. I mean, we haven't seen much of this, but. This is what happens when you do get third parties uh, involved in this. Some, some of them, a lot of them have decided to adopt the whole letting you upgrade, but apparently Atlas is not. So if you have the PS4 version, uh, Persona 5 Royal. Which I do. Um, yeah, which you do. I have the original Persona 5. I haven't upgraded to Royal, but now I kind of don't want to upgrade because... I'm not going to be able to get the PS5 version. So according to a translation uh, on in a fact on the Japanese Atlas website, I, it reads, we are sorry, but there are no products or places for purchasers of Persona 5 Royal for this title. Uh, we would appreciate it if you could purchase Persona 5 Royal for PlayStation 5 when you play the game on PlayStation 5. Uh, so uh, I'd appreciate yeah. a discount. <laughs> so Right? Like, you know, I, I was going to ask you, off. like... What do you think about, about I mean, this? Like, there, there is a difference between you know renting Persona Five Royal, just you know, and just getting it on your profile, and then like doing what I did, which is having every damn trophy in the game. Uh so what they should do is have like a sliding scale. That's like 
you have the game on your profile, you get like 10% off. If you get, if you have all the trophies, you get 90% off or, you know, you get the upgrade for 10 bucks. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that, but um, um, I mean, I know they're going to have the problem of people that obviously this, the, the thing that happens all the time with PS plus, right? Because it was, it is, and well, it still is part of that PS plus collection. If you have a PS five, so, but not, not Royal, not right? Royal, but the original PS yeah, yeah. twenty five, I mean, right? So the thing is, you can get it on sale for thirty bucks, right? Right, and they'll say, okay, well, uh, um, you know, I think that it's to avoid having the people kind of cut them in price, and I get that in a way of like they don't want because Persona Five rolls are like every time Sony has a sale on the PlayStation, that game is included in a freaking sale. Yeah, I, I see that thing at, for, yeah. yeah, I see it at thirty bucks all the time, like constantly. So. I kind of get Atlas in a way of saying, like, literally, if you bought the PS4 version, we don't want people going out there and buying the PS4 version and then expecting that we're going to give them a free upgrade. And then essentially you you saved yourself 30 bucks and then you cut us out of the getting money, which, look, I get it from the people that own this game like you, Mark. Again, that, we that gave you our money. Right. Like, well, that, that can be something with the trophy where it's like you had this trophy two years ago, you get the discount, you got the trophy two minutes oh, ago. Oh, but it's not even trophies, right? They could they could look at your PSN of when you bought well, it. Well, yeah, that's a, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and they could say, okay, after this date, yeah, if you bought it after on. this date, you do not get the upgrade. Right. Right? Um, if they wanted to do it that way. But yeah, I just think this is a weird thing from atlas to just decide to do this um, you know what I, you know what i can yeah. really see him doing because like atlas has a reputation of like kind of a happy-go-lucky company but they're not yeah right? but they also do weird things like that's what, take that's this say, long to i, well, I like, mean they like even like the streaming stuff like, you can't like yeah. stream the game after like a certain right. date in the game so this this would be really evil of them I can, and you can do this with the PS4. I don't know, or the PS5, I should say. You can basically blacklist PS4 games from running on the thing. Really? Yeah. There was a story when the PS5 came out that some member of the press had PT on it, on his yeah. PS5. And he's like the only guy that did it because he like, I think he like said that it worked. And then Konami quickly like blacklisted for everyone else. But it still worked on his console, or like his account. So Weird. I can see... I mean, I don't think they ever would, but I could see a world where Atlas, like Blacklist, Royal, the PS4 version from ever running. Like, but I think if they did that, they, they really they, can't they because there's people that yeah. you would have to give them a free upgrade to the PS5 version to do that because you can't take away that game from people. <laughs> I mean, you can, right? Yeah, it's, you can do anything, but, really. Like, <laughs> but I mean, the the backlash you would have is right. Know, on that same scale that we just went but through with them. Um, it's not like the game is going to look dramatically better. Maybe 4K, but who cares? Right. It, it's going to be stylized. Yeah. Um, but it's already so stylish and so cool looking. And, I, you know, I doubt... I mean, I would get this if, like, all the DLC was baked into it. But, you know, it won't be. You know, they'll charge an arm and like that. Like, that's what they have been doing. So, forget it. Yeah, I just... It's... It's funny to me that you would do this, you know. I mean, I don't even. I mean, I wouldn't expect a free upgrade, but if they said, "Hey, pay 
pay us 10 bucks more. But like, all right, sure. Yeah, I mean, I get it that you kind of, you're releasing it for the first time ever on Switch and Yeah, and like Xbox, Switch and Xbox. So you kind of, yeah. You kind of don't want to be like, oh, well, we're, we're going to let, it's like everybody has to kind of pay the price that other, all these other, you know, folks are going to pay. Right. And like, I get it in that sense, but it's just also like, you should reward the people that got it first on these on this console that you've had it on for a long time. So, yeah, yeah it's it's just a weird choice by Atlas to to do that. Did you see the uh, the poll of um, the game that people wanted remade the most? No, from Atlas. I think it's uh, Persona Three, and then right behind it, tied was Persona Two. Yeah, Persona Two has a weird. I I mean, I have, but I've never played it. But I know it has a very long history or you know got some pretty diehard fans especially since i I know they screwed up the the porting of it to ps1 or you know bring it over into america yeah so yeah doesn't surprise me so Uh, what about the virtual boy version of jack bros (laughs) that that was that obviously had to be number three right right well uh get ready uh so far they could change by the time we get there as as uh we're Known to see happen with the Persona series, Navy Atlas uh, pulls from the game itself and decides to open their heart, make have a change of heart, and let yeah. you have the uh, upgrade for PS4. But we'll see. Uh, so far, that you'll you'll have to pay that full price for right now. But hey, uh, at least we know that EA is working on something interesting. Uh, a According to Giant Bomb, there's an open-world single-player Black Panther game in the works. Um, very, uh, I guess, appropriate that you also kind of started off with. It seems like the with the trailer of the the Wakanda Forever also touched on this. Of you know, obviously Chadwick Boseman having passed and having that like legacy of man, people now think of him as the Black Panther. The game will also uh, begin with Black Panther being dead. Um, I, I so like I mean obviously I would be interested in a Black Panther game. I think a lot of people would. Like where do you uh, where do you fall on this? Do you have kind of a belief that they will this will be good? I think um, it could. I mean, the Black Panther character is I don't want to say basic enough, but like you could build a game around him. He's not too. He's not like right. Superman, you know, where it's damn near impossible to build a game around him too powerful or like most DC characters pretty much like that. Right. And this, you know, Black Panther is like a higher tech version of like Batman. Yeah. I mean, and they did have the uh, Black Panther Wakanda thing for the Avengers. So, uh, uh, so yeah, I could, I could see this. I mean, yeah, I hate to say it. I see this as like being like, you know, Arkham city or like Arkham Knight or something like that. You know, my, I question whether it would be in like in, if it would actually just be in Wakanda or if it would be like the Black Panther is patrolling New York City or something like that or what it, that you know I do that uh, mobility because like in the in the in the movies he's not like the most nimble character right like he I mean he kind of just runs around like he doesn't have like you know he doesn't like climb up walls like Spider Man or have like a grappling hook or anything. I mean, I guess he has like, like that invisible ship. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, and what would you base this on? I mean, 
obviously you can't get him as a voice actor now, but would you base this on the MCU version of Black Panther or like, would you just kind of create like a new version of him? Yeah, that'll be interesting, especially, you know, because you do have, we still have to figure out what's going to happen in the film, who will wind up taking the Black Panther mantle, obviously. I mean, that seemed pretty obvious in the trailer, but... Yeah, I mean, but still, you know. Um, I mean, it shouldn't go to her, let's say that, but it seemed obvious to me. Um, so, yeah, I, I can see this happening. I mean, I know years ago they had, they were going to make a uh, Daredevil game. Uh that seems harder to make because of what's his issue. Right. Yeah. Uh, and this was many years ago, but it wasn't John Vignacchi as someone else. I knew Disney. He talked that they were, they were trying to make an Iron Man game with like the just cause two engine. Oh, yeah, I do but, remember them saying they were going to make an Iron Man game at one point. And that would have been rad as shit. <laughs> like that they did make a few Iron Man games, but they were all terrible. Like they were all like mission oriented or you know it's very single like very mission to mission to mission but this is very much like a yo this is just cause two but you're fine on as iron man <laughs> just cause two with the iron man skin pretty much <laughs> uh so yeah this could be cool yeah i'd say i mean, I'd say go for it i wouldn't say ea necessarily but you know we'll see <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Respawn can't work on everything, so that's the thing that worries me is, like, Respawn's the one studio from EA aside from, I guess, their indie stuff that I feel like I can trust. So, if they're not working on it, man, I worry. You know who it'll be? It'll be uh, Tiburon. (laughs) Right, yeah. Those sports game studios, they got nothing else to do. Um, But, yeah, no, I mean, EA... Keeps uh, doing their thing. It, and, I, yeah. Well, also, like you know, they don't make superhero games much anymore. They're playing. No, they a don't. Sol- a solitary superhero. I mean, they 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 can take things from the Jedi Fallen Order game of seeing like how that worked and sure apply that. Obviously, yeah. Uh, I'm ex- I would be down for a Black Panther game for sure. Just I want to know who's involved. Right. Um. As as the train is yeah, I'm down through my, my house. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, EA did announce. Uh, speaking of FIFA 23, they did announce the new features for its last FIFA game, uh, which will include the women's and men's World Cups. I uh, added its free DLC later on. Um, it will also include the first time there's women's club teams, which uh, includes uh, the women's uh, Super League, the WSL. And the Division One are Arcama in France as well. Um, no NWSL for y'all, the American women's soccer fans there. Uh, and that the the women are going to be introduced into like the one v one mode. So you have that too. Uh, high promotion's been improved with even more animations. The one cool thing from eFootball gets put into uh, FIFA, which is like the the ability to have a, like a power shot, which is more like a I guess like a special shot that you can do, but you also have a chance to block it because he goes really slow trying to do it. But it allows for like those last minute, oh my God, I saved the game kind does, of moments does this, too. Does this turn the ball on fire also? <laughs> you would think so, right? Uh, no, but I'm sure many people will be hoping for that. I, they might do that with the uh, Volta mode, the one that's like FIFA Street that they have. So who knows that could be added in there, but it would be cool, right? To 
<laughs> to see that happen. Make it all just arcadey at that point. You know how EA used to have, like, this is also like visual concepts, but EA had, like, celebrity teams? Yes. Or, like, the, the NBA game had that, like, Justin Bieber, I think, was in, like, one of them? Yes. Uh huh. FIFA needs to add, like, the train spotting crew of, like, <laughs> uh, Ewan McGregor and then, you know, all the rest of the train spotting guys. <laughs> well, they do have some kind of partnership with Marvel for this one. Too, which I don't really know what that is all going to entail, but obviously that has to do more with like ultimate team. So, uh, get, which get, get the Hulk as your goalie. It'd be cool if you did get to have like the Marvel characters, but I doubt that that's what it is. Uh, quite honestly, but you never, yeah. Uh, I mean, they they have added like celebrities before and legends and all that. Yeah. Um, as my. Why when I'm gonna stop off and drink the water? She stops. So, yeah, it, it's cool to see. Um, it, it's it's a weird weird thing because I I don't want. Hopefully, EA having all these licenses and stuff can still improve uh, the game going forward as it becomes EA Sports FC. I wonder if they're gonna have a lot of things to be able to add. Um, or it's just going to be kind of like, oh, we took the FIFA name off, but everything else is the same, um, I guess. Uh, what do you well, think? As we both know, once, as the WWE has proven, once competition has left the field, innovation truly can blossom. Yeah. I, well, I mean, technically the competition would be back into the field because uh, we don't know who's going to be taking over the license now. So. I mean, yeah, we do. It'll be FIFA, it'll be EA in like three years once FIFA realizes no one wants to make another soccer game. I guess, but I just don't think that there'll be nobody. Um, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if Two K tries to see if they'll give them a, like a discount or something. You know, I just doubt. I mean, I really doubt it because they they already have two franchises, like two yearly ones going on with WWE. I mean, they got out of baseball because their their baseball game was. They don't care about hockey. Uh, I mean, it would take them more than a year or two to to develop a good soccer game. Yeah, I mean, we saw that happen with the the WWE games. I mean, right? Those were finished, or you know, those were like they were already working on a well established, a fairly well established framework. But this whole cloth, I mean, to create a new soccer game, I'd say at minimum two years. No, yeah, they wouldn't be able to have one out. Uh, they, I mean, they would really already have to be like as soon as FIFA 23 like comes out, they would already have to be in development making yeah. something. And it, like you said, it, it would have to be kind of basic at the beginning, maybe even go the route of like, you know, ESPN, like 2K and say, OK, well, we're the official FIFA game. We'll we're going to come out with like a budget version this this time because we don't have a lot of modes. But it it's gonna you're still gonna see the promise of how we're gonna be better than yeah. But those, I mean, you're referencing like ESPN two two K five like the football game, right? But like that was a better football game than Madden. Like, <laughs> oh no, I agree. But I'm just saying, like they they I mean, kept building and building and were able to. Well, they built. I mean, it, they made it a better game, but they also lowered the price. Like, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Like release it cheaply at first, but unless it's a good game at the start, you know, it would just, and it, if it's not, it would just turn off more fan, you know, everyone, everyone who wants to play it. 
Yeah, they don't have too many. T- I mean, if you fail and make a bad impression the first time, you may just get people to never try out your game, like the you know the RBI baseballs and things well, like that. Just look at Konami with eFootball. <laughs> yeah, I well, I mean, technically Konami has all those years of goodwill, and then they squandered it with eFootball. So, I, you know, they they didn't help things at all with that. I mean, technically, I guess they still have. Uh, fans or whatnot are they I mean be... they have a few people playing it but yeah nothing compared to what it, what it was or what they were open probably nah, for definitely for sure and especially when you take forever to come out with the major part of the expansion that's supposed to make that actually the game worth it you know yeah so uh that being said there is i uh, one more thing i wanted to discuss as we go into the Talking about games that are coming out this week, which most of y'all have already know since I talked about it at the beginning. But uh, another game that I've kind of been keeping my eye on with uh, this rumored Tactics Ogre remaster, and it's been finally found on the PS4, PS5 store. Um, Tactics Ogre Reborn is the official name for it. And we don't have like a price or anything, but they did take the PSP version and improve the graphics of sound and update the game design while still taking things from the SNES version and everything else. I mean, when you talk about like classic tactical games, Tactics Ogre is pretty great. Um, I, do you have any kind of affinity for this? Or you, you, no, know, you like? Never, never played it, but yeah, sure. Why not? I love that we're like going into, cause Live Alive does this too. Like I like the fact that we're going through and just like fully voicing uh, these older games, when you bring them into these newer systems, like that's that's a good idea. Instead of having the like, oh well, it's still gonna feel old because you don't have voices. But pretty cool that they they did add that along with the obviously quality of life things that they included I mean, I, here. Again, I, well, were you a fan of Tactics Ogre before? Now, yes, I was. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I mean, that's fine, but like, there are some, there are more. I mean, I don't want to say important, but there are more important to me franchises or games that I would like to see done first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, interesting yeah. that we still haven't broached the like Final Fantasy Tactics like remaster or like having a new one of those. I mean, know? I was talking more like Parasite yeah. Eve. <laughs> well, I know what you mean, but I'm just saying like if we're gonna bring back a tactics game, like you think they would? If we're, we're trying to do all these things Final Fantasy, right? Like. Why not do Final Fantasy Tactics again? Uh, yeah, again. The, the second, the second remake. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just saying, you know, why not? Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, like, and also, you know, Final Fantasy, not the PSP one as much, but like Final Fantasy Tactics still has a very high people fondly remember that game still, you know, right? Uh, or like nostalgia is very, like, very high in that. Even when but, when people talk about like Final Fantasy games that they want remade or brought back or remastered, like it's still above some of the actual like canonical Final Fantasy games. That one is still in there. Yeah. So, I it, mean, yeah, I'd say yeah. I'd say between the two, I'd say bring back Final, Final, Final Fantasy Tactics. But again, there's at least like four or five other Square games I'd much rather see done. Oh no, I agree with you. It would be cool to have those just like franchises back, right? Uh, Parasite Eve or Vagrant Story or 
whatever. Um, just front mission. To- front- well, they are doing front mission. To be fair, well, a good front mission. <laughs> yeah, but Square is kind of where it is. They at least they are. You know, they brought back Live Alive, which nobody thought we'd get to see over here. So, right, that's cool. I mean, the more stuff they do, like I love the fact that they're doing the HD two D of uh, Dragon Quest three. So, uh, you know, would be cool if we could get ports of like four through eight or whatever but i mean at least they're doing something yeah uh let me go ahead and get through this really quick here before we uh talk about some san diego comic-con stuff uh so obviously as we're you know here talking about this i already mentioned Zombie chronicles 3 digimon survive both coming out the same day on friday um you got Azure Striker Gun Vault 3, which that's a I like the Azure Striker series, so um cool like, that we're getting yeah, like it's like Mega, Mega Man. Man. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like I anime I Mega from. Man, basically. <laughs> uh the Captain Velvet Meteor Jump Dimensions game that was shown up on the the direct uh is coming out that same week as well. Baron Breakfast also comes out. Uh so a lot of stuff coming out towards the end of this month here. Um, if you're you're hyped for any of that stuff, there's at least something there for you. And then we get a little bit of a lull until like the second week in August where we start getting some things. So, but there's man, I am so ready for Friday. <laughs> I'm ready for Friday to hit um, to be able to play that. So that being said, there was quite a lot announced at San Diego Comic Con here. Um, obviously, the Marvel stuff was kind of front and center. Anything there that you? Uh that yeah. She-Hulk trailer looked look decent. Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of am peripherally interested in Daredevil coming back, but I want to get like the whole cast back. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, it's cool that he's he's coming back for that, and he's also coming back for some of the other movies as well. You know, and that Spider-Man show. Uh, yeah, that freshman year. Do you think they get Tom Holland to voice him? Oh, I don't. Man, I, if anybody could do it, it'd be Disney, but I don't think he will, though. I think they'll just get somebody. Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't know. Marvel is so overwhelming at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, we're going to Secret Invasion, King's Dynasty, Secret Wars, the Multiverse Saga. I mean, it feels like, oh, my God, we're just like, there's two Avengers moving, coming out in 2025. Everything goes okay. I mean, like, wow, that is a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> it's funny because I literally just picked up Doctor Strange 2 today at Best Buy. Oh, really? Yeah, today was like the release date of it. So, uh, I mean, I'm glad that Loki's getting a second season. So, I mean, that's said a while ago, but yeah. Uh, um, I'm, I mean, I like What If, and right, I, uh, I'm more excited for like the like like the X Men cartoon show personally. Yeah, the '97 movies. Uh, it's the the uh, I'm I'm kind of excited for the Captain America movie to get the first one with Sam sure. as well. Yeah. Um. There, there's just a lot with with the Marvel stuff. Yeah, they, uh, they, that like Phase Five through Seven timeline, and we're never gonna stop, are we? I, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, you know what? Credit to them though for having that stuff planned out, as like, opposed to DC, where they're throwing darts at a dartboard and hoping for the best. <laughs> yeah, it's just it, maybe. Maybe Henry Cavill will show up. 
We hope. <laughs> right? Didn't they say they're going to announce that? Like, of his no, they didn't, they didn't officially say it, but that was like the big rumor that, like, oh, he's going to show up and he's going to be announced as like the Superman again and they're going to announce a new movie or whatever. And then that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. You know who also wasn't there is Ezra Miller. And it's like, gee, I wonder why. Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, the Wakanda Forever trailer looked great. Um, down for that. Uh, to yep. come out. I like Martin Freeman. <laughs> uh, Don't worry, guys. Uh, the new Black Panther. I mean, they technically did show off, like, you know, Black Adam and uh, that still looks okay. Shazam. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little more iffy on Shazam, personally, but Black Adam seems fine. How do you feel with that Dungeons Dragons movie? How can it ever top the Marlon Wayne's epic, you know? <laughs> right? <laughs> That's exactly. Uh, I I just I mean I've never played it. I have zero attachment to D anD D. Yeah, I agree as well. I don't have any attachment to it. I mean the cl- the the closest I've gotten is from watching Stranger Things. Um, I mean which the closest I, I got probably, like, yeah. was playing Planescape Torment back in the day, but that was you know a game, not a, yeah, you know, kind of paper thing. Yeah, I mean like you know of of kind of understanding it a little bit um i i can respect it from a distance that's about it <laughs> no yeah definitely uh you know i know my brother played that growing up so uh did you uh, any interest in that lord of the rings show now no uh, yeah. not i mean i know uh yens is excited for the soundtrack of course oh my god the soundtrack even <laughs> the like as much as people bitched about that cowboy bebop Netflix show, yeah. This this Lord of the Rings thing is going to be about ten times worse. It doesn't help it at all that it has a lot to live up to. So, and, um, and I'm not just to be fair. I'm not showing any trailers here because we'll get automatically dinged. We got dinged for showing Grand Theft Auto trailer because Rockstar apparently does not like showing trailers. Uh, I mean, but, the, the, the yeah. problem with that Amazon Lord of the Rings show is it is very uh, uh, low budget. Not, no, I was gonna say it's ethnically diverse. Okay, uh, in a in a book or in a book series that is not. Oh, but I mean, you know, they were gonna do that. I mean, well, that's the thing is, it's like, okay, why tie to this? And it's like, I know what everyone knows why, but this isn't some book that, or this isn't some small ass book that no one has read before that no one cares about. I mean, there are college courses dev- devoted to like Lord of the Rings. Th- right. This will not go well for anyone. <laughs> uh, what do you think of the... We don't have um, Daniel here to talk about it with you. What do you think of all the Star Trek stuff? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not great. Okay. The the pandering ass... I mean, I don't think you saw it. Cause you don't care about Star Trek. No. But the pandering ass Star Trek the card trailer like had me laughing so hard because it's like yeah how many of these crew you know how how much screen time is Worf gonna have in the show like probably like seven minutes out of eight out of eight episodes yeah uh and then saying like oh we're gonna have a star trek strange new worlds and lower decks like uh crossover episode it's like no don't don't mix a bad show with a good show, please. Yeah, like we don't need that. And I think uh, I forget. I think it was Alex Kurtzman. He's like the main Star Trek guy now. He's like, oh, we have two more shows in development. It's like, 
why don't you just come to my house and shoot me? You know, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be way cheaper for your for your benefit than mine. No, yeah. So it's a disaster. I'm kind of interested in the Orville going to Disney Plus. Do you think that's going to save it at all, or it's just that it's possibly because like, uh, well, I imagine Disney Plus will actually like advertise it some, but they are always in need of new content, and to already have a show. Not with a large audience, but with a show with already a baked-in audience that's already have established itself. That's much easier than making a whole new show. Yeah, it's already on their coming soon thing. If you go on the yeah, so it'd be nice. I I still doubt it, but I I still have a little hope. That's <laughs> all I can have, and I, th- I think it's funny that Disney's trying to get uh Doctor Who. That would be awesome if they could get that whole the whole thing over there. Like, no, where are you hearing thing. that? Oh, they're trying to get the new season. They're trying to get the yeah, new yeah. season. Okay. Interesting. It's I like, thought HBO just was going to own that in perpetuity or whatever. Because they have the, the old series. Yeah. Well, no one wants the current one. So. Well, maybe they'll rescue it with the, the old writer coming back and everything. So. Yeah, and I think there was some rumor that even Moffat was going to come back for a few episodes. Which, hey, good on him, you know. Jens doesn't like his writing, but I think like his era of Doctor Who was, I think, better than the, than uh, Russell T Davies personally. But they're pretty comparable, I think. Uh, sorry, I forgot to head myself on mute there for a second. Oh. Um, I'm excited for the National Treasure show. Been waiting for that to come. No, Nick, no Nick Cage, no dice. Uh, you know they were not going to have Nick Cage. It's going to cost them like the whole freaking budget to have him there. So. So what? <laughs> Um, that that Dragon Ball movie coming out pretty soon here. Yeah, it's like a, uh, that's like two or three weeks away. I'm gonna go see that. Yeah, definitely same here. I might take a night to go see that. We saw the other uh, movie that came out. So I've seen all three, like the three recent ones. And it's nice that like they're getting more popular. Uh, so you don't have to just like see like one. You know, when I saw the the first one, uh, the Battle of Gods one. Like, me and a friend had to go to, like, a theater, like, a half hour away, and they had, like, one showing only. But now, yeah, like, they're actually... Huh? Thankfully, there's uh, theaters by me that they always have those. Well, now yeah. it's, like, anime is just getting more popular. So, yeah, like, they're being shown at more and more theaters. Yeah, they... I've been amazed, like, recently how much they've just... Every time there's one of those new movies, there's, there's theaters close to me that has them. It's, like... Wow, how things have changed. We're used to like that never happened. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean, anything else from from the whole con? Not really. I yeah. mean, it's not even about comic books anymore. It's just about these, you know, trailers and stuff like that. Well, I mean, it's been like that for a while. So, yeah, you know, um, at least they kind of include all kinds of media now, and not just not just the Marvel and all that stuff. So, it's cool. Um, uh, good to see, like, that they had a ton of people there. I mean, not sure um, how successful they'll be able to say it was at one point or another, but we got a lot of nice, cool stuff to be able to talk about for a while, and that's uh, what's always nice about having these conventions. Yeah. We'll see what happens with Gamescom in, in about a month. Keely was already announcing the the big event there. Yeah. Before you launch into the ending, uh, we should discuss this real quick just because it is kind of big. What do you think of the Vincent Mann stuff? Uh, about damn time, right? Uh, I 
we never really uh, this is one of those things that was kind of like always under under wraps like under the like you you kind of figured that there was something like that going on but would it ever come out while he's still actively the the promoter is another thing entirely um and wow it actually did uh you know so supposedly you know triple h is going to be the head of creative now and it's between stephanie and nick Khan, so that actually own it um I don't know. There's part of me, like my friend was saying, that I don't believe that this is not pulling some kind of strings somewhere uh, from behind the scenes. But I think uh, it, if it yeah. improves the product, I'm all for it because that's one thing. One that thing that turned me away is it is because felt like it was just going through this factory of the same thing over. I think it. I think he might try to be, but like the rumors of like more st- like worse stories coming down the pipeline, that'll quickly put an end to that. Oh yeah. I mean, hopefully the company itself will be able to improve from all this and not just the product. Um, You know, you can get some of the wrestlers back that left because it felt like Vince just wasn't caring about uh, the indie scene at all and went back to like, let's just go. I mean, we were getting to the point where I think USA, I mean, now this might actually be helpful as the whole day went back to that TV 14 rating thing yeah. of oh the PG era was about to be over and everything so let's see how if that changes that at all uh, just i mean this is going to take a while i would assume they i'm i don't think they're just going to cut bait with everything that was already going on right so yeah i'm i, I was with a friend earlier today like she's kind of a last wrestling fan from like 20 yeah. 20 years ago essentially and I let her know, or she kind of knew already, but she she asked me, like, she's like, so why did Vince leave? I was like, well, it's a publicly traded company, uh, so him staying around would be damaging to the company, like, especially more and worse stories get out. Well, yeah, the one that came out today about the whole $14 million was found yeah, used through company funds that wasn't paid to anything for the company. So. Right. Uh, that and, already makes you look terrible. And she didn't. I, she didn't realize that the WWE was like a publicly traded company. So I was like, "Yeah, they are." So yep. that that's why he's gone. <laughs> like she thought. Like she thought it was like still privately owned. And oh, I was like, no, yeah, "Yeah, yeah." If they were privately owned, he'd be there forever. But no, no matter what. Yeah, I I just hope to see that they actually can you know go back to caring about the actual like wrestling and. And it, they're more of a competition for AEW as well, which, you know, has improved a ton in, in the time that ton, Tony Khan's owned them. But I think he's also starting to get a little bit, not Tony Khan himself, but I think we're starting to see some some wrestlers not be happy with things going on over there either. So it's not like the perfect world over there in AEW either. Right. Um, yeah, just hope this, this brings like some interesting stuff uh, going forward and not just trying to keep on with the same old everything. But that being said, I think that's going to be it for the show. Uh, like I said, hopefully Dan will be back next week so we can have the triumvid here again. And if you like what you heard, you can always listen to us on podcast form. As I said last week, and I should have said this at the beginning, we're always on YouTube first. And now that YouTube allows you to uh, shut the screen and you can still listen to it very much like a podcast, um, that whole 
you don't have to actually watch us. You can you can turn the screen off and you can just listen to it just like you would on your podcast service. And uh, thankfully, they took that off premium because that was the one thing that would make me sometimes be like, man, is that that extra money worth it? That they charge you uh, just so you can you know turn that off. Uh, we do go on video first um, because I don't really edit this much. I just you put the timestamps and it's up there uh, where. As you'll see from the one last week, it took me a while because of, you know, family things and other things that I was doing. Uh, it took me a while to get that one up on the audio side. So, uh, like I said, if you want to hear us like pretty quickly, go go subscribe on YouTube to the W2 Network channel. Whenever we uh, post something, you'll see it with the video games to the max name and you can go check it out. Or like you said, you can go listen on any podcast service that's out there available. We're pretty much on all of them. You can go follow Mark at Humanity Plague, follow me at W Tim Sean, and then uh, we will be back here next week. See you later, everybody.